Morning, everybody. Great to see you. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to picking up on some of the themes this morning, like being in a storm, like it, like it being a new day, uh, mir- miracles, and change breaking. Um, we've just come into a new year, would you agree? I've got, right, I've got on my side, right. Um, so uh, it reminds me of the biblical theme of newness and renewal and restoration. And these are things on God's heart that he wants to bring uh, to not just you in this room hearing, but I believe to North East Lincolnshire, to Grimsby Cleethorpes, um, and the people who live within it, and you, of course. Thing is, wherever Jesus went when he was walking on earth, do you know he brought that? Did you know that? He brought new life. He brought new hope. He brought new possibilities and new opportunities wherever he went. And you know the great news is, he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and forever. And you're in this room, and this applies to you. This applies to you. They were amazed. They debated amongst themselves, saying, what is this, a new teaching? With authority, he commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. I was reading uh, Luke 8. I was going to say a few months ago, but time goes so quickly. I bet it could be a few years ago, you know. (laughs) And in there, there are four snapshots of Jesus Christ. And in every single one, do you know what he brought? Renewal, restoration, new life, new hope, new opportunity, new possibilities. And this applies to you and me today in Grimsby in 2020. And we talk about 2020 vision. And if there's one thing we need to see clearly moving out into the new year is a vision of who Jesus is, what he's really like, and what he wants to do amongst you and amongst me and amongst the people who live in this area. He wants to bring new life. He wants to bring new hope and new opportunity for you and for the people you care about and the people we live among in northeast Lincolnshire. The first uh, story, uh, could, sorry, if not, could you start the clock? Not start the clock, right, I've got to pay back a few minutes, anyway. Um, and, the, and the thing up there. Anybody? Yeah. That's super. <laughs> anyway, um, the first picture in Luke chapter 8. Oh, there we go. And God says, prophetically, I'm going to make all things new eventually. What a wonderful promise. Imagine that. It's going to make all things new. But the first picture I want to share about is from Luke 8, to 25. And it says this. Um, One day, Jesus said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and they set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep and a swall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped. And they were in great danger. Ever felt in great danger? The disciples went and woke him saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The, saw, the storm subsided and all was calm. Where's your faith? <laughs> he asked his disciples. In fear and amazement, they asked one another, Who is this? He commands even the winds and the water. And they obey him. Wherever Jesus went, he brought new life, new hope, 
new opportunity. They were in great danger. They were going to drown. There was something too powerful for them to handle that was on the outside of them. And sometimes in life, you may be even going through it now, this morning, something too powerful for you that's taking place, coming at you from the outside. Could be your job situation. Could be a difficult situation at work. It could be neighbours. It could be the world about to break into war. It could be your own family coming at you. Have you ever felt as though you can't cope? Someone I've been able to get to know recently, and it's been a real pleasure, is a young lady who has been quite open about some of the problems that she's faced in her own family. And uh, her story has been that before she was a Christian, these problems were like a gale, like a storm. These are not her own words. I'm putting words into this. Um, but nevertheless, was something that was overpowering to her and felt at times, how can I cope? I'm sinking. But her story is that after she, after she became a Christian, the presence of Jesus Christ by his spirit in her life gave her a new peace, a new power, a new ability to deal with that thing. And although the problems are not gone yet, on the inside she's victorious. Do you, know, do you know, sometimes we pray for people whose legs are an inch or two shorter than the other and God works a miracle and it grows. Do you know, that getting peace on the inside when the problem's still there is as much a miracle as a leg growing two inches, in my opinion, as anything else. <laughs> And this is our God who does this. He's here to bring new life, new hope, new opportunity, new possibilities to you and the people we love and are concerned about in our area. Now, do you know what? You're not excluded. I was going to say, you're not of course you're included. You're not excluded from that this morning. The second picture that, uh, as I was going through Luke's gospel and... Uh, I knew these stories, but you know when you read the Bible and it, it kind of comes alive to you uh, with fresh impact? And, I, and I, at the end of reading this, I was amazed. <laughs> like these people were amazed at Jesus' teaching. Um, there was trouble on the outside in the first one. Then there's trouble on the inside. And we sang about chains breaking, didn't we? And so we're in Luke 8 from verse 26. Um, they sailed to the region of the Gerasenes, which is across the lake from Galilee. When Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. For a long time, this man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but had lived in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I beg you. Don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the impure spirit within him to come out of the man. Many times it had seized him. And though he was chained hand and foot and kept under guard, he had broken his chains and had been driven by the demon into solitary places. One thing I'd like to say is that it's the devil's plan to isolate you and drive you to solitary places by yourself. Don't fall for the con. 
And then in verse 35, when the people from the town came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone, sitting at Jesus' feet, dressed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. And then in Luke 38, chapter 8, verse 38, the man from whom the demons had gone out begged to go with him, but Jesus sent him away saying, return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over the town how much Jesus had done for him. Isn't this a picture of walls coming down and the gospel, the good news going out, a new opportunity for this man who'd been chained and bound and confined and tortured by the problems from within. Broken. And a new life. New hope. New possibilities. New opportunities for this man. And for you and I. And for this town of Grimsby and Cleethorpes. Towns. And this area within it. Controlling forces in our lives that make us do things that we know we don't want, really want to do. Is there anything like that operating in your life today? I don't, don't put your hand up. <laughs> Rhetorical question. Turmoil on the inside of you. Confinement. Do you feel like in that way at all today? An encounter with Jesus. Just one touch from the king. Changes everything. I read a story about uh, an Australian nurse recently called Bonnie Ware. And Bonnie um, was a palliative care nurse. That is, they look after people who are dying in the last weeks, days of their lives. And Bonnie noticed similar regrets that were expressed by the dying. But you'd like to know what they were, wouldn't you? Um, she had many deep quite intense conversations with people. But the number one, the top, the most commonly occurring regret was that people said this. They said, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. How interesting. Confined, controlled in themselves by the expectation of other people in their lives. I'm not good enough. Something wrong. and I've got to live that way. And It's a controlling inner impulse that can chase us around in our lives and dog our path and pull us down. Can you relate to that in any way? I can. I can relate to that. But God's will is for you that you not be chained to the expectations of others, that you don't be chained to habits that can't be broken, chained to addiction, chained to... Uh, negative view of yourself that I'm just not good enough I'm just not reaching the mark God's plan for you is that you arise people of God and enter into all that God has for you in 2020 new life new hope new opportunity for you this is God's intention and God's plan for each one of us in this room and then the third encounter was uh, with a lady. I wonder if, can we, would we be able to uh, get a video uh, coming along by any chance? If we can, I'll just let Shut the video. Up. It's the leader of the synagogue. Master. 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 
My little girl. She's dying. Please, if you come now to my house and lay your hands on her, she will be healed. Yes. I will. I will come. Oh, oh thank you. This way, not far. It's not far. Who touched me? Please, Master. S someone touched me just now. Lord, everyone's touching you. Look at the crowds. I, I know, I know. Someone touched me. I felt the power go out of me. It was me, Lord. I was bleeding inside me. So many years. The doctors did nothing. I... I was afraid to come to you before all the people. So I... I just wanted to... I wanted to touch you. My daughter. <laughs> your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Master, please. Please, I wonder if we could stop the video there, please. So here's a situation. This uh, lady in the crowd, just uh, she, for 12 years, she'd had a debilitating illness that in reality drained the life from her. Not only the life physically, but she spent all her money pointlessly on doctors that couldn't do anything anyway in that age. <laughs> And she was drained financially. And life sometimes can hit us with things. That over a period of time, an extended period of time, can drain your life, your well-being, your wellness from you. I don't know if you've experienced that in your life. Could I ask the question, what's draining your life away today? Is there something? Could it be a long-standing issue of not being able to get over the bereavement of a loved one? Could it be the loss of an opportunity at some point in your life that's had repercussions right up to the present time? A mistake you made that's still biting you today? I don't know. I don't know. But I want to tell you, God does know. And this lady, just in faith, reached out to encounter the one who can do something about the things that drain life and drain all that God has for us to be in our lives. He wants to bring new life, new hope, new opportunity to you and the people in this area. The walls go down. I'm telling you lot as well. And the last one, we saw it there, uh, where life draining away and then life was eventually extinguished in this little girl who was also 12 years of age, 12 and 12. God is constant, the one, the miracle worker. And uh, this little girl died and Jesus came and placed his hands upon her 
So Talitha Koum, little girl, get up. And you can just see the love of Jesus, the love of God. Not condemning, but saying, she needs my help. And he's here to help and to minister to those who just reach out to him in faith this morning. Whatever your situation, whatever your background, he doesn't condemn. But he just says, come to me. Let me in. Let me in. I was just, Liz and I were, were walking in a fresh new place with the sales recently. And uh, is it bins that's closing down? Is, it, is that what you know? I'll, 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 I'll live in the past a bit, you know. So thank you for the update. House of Fraser, yeah. Um, and, uh, and then I noticed across, just across the way there, there's Bon Marchi going bust as well, you know, closing down. Clo- you know, closing down. And yeah, I was walking there and my heart was just going out for Freshney Place and for the centre of this town of Grimsby here and, and the people there. And uh, it's kind of like dying, isn't it? And we've been praying for new life for this area and the people within it. And we'll continue to pray. And I'm looking in this year to see new life, uh, new opportunities coming. But I don't know if there's something that's, that's brought or bringing death to you now. Something that's a threat over your life. Because Jesus came to give life, life in all its fullness. Here today, now, not tomorrow, now, today. Today is the accepted time. Today is the day when God can come and save you and help you and bring his life into your being. So, and you can look at these four pictures as one thing. You can say, there's trouble from without, outside, that comes on the inside of you, that drains your life, and eventually will kill you. And that's where everybody's going. Everybody is dying aren't they but Jesus brings life he brings life he brings hope and he's here for you today and so I want to encourage us to be people who encounter the Lord this morning and in a moment I'm just going to ask the worship team to come back up and then I'm going to pray for each of us in this room but um We need an encounter with Jesus. We need to know him. We need to know his spirit on the inside. Some people say, well, I can't. I can't encounter him because of the things that have happened in my life. That's a big stumbling block for for people. Why does God let this? Why did they get sick in the first place? And I just want to read, and I wonder if the worship team would just come back up. um, And I'm just going to read this, uh, which I found... Good. Perhaps the most difficult theological question in the world is, why does God allow suffering? Actually, although it's not often articulated, most people quest, people's question goes deeper even than that. Why do good people suffer? Because good people do suffer. Bad things happen to them. And when they do, the word on our lips is, why? It's a good question, but you may never get an answer. Of course, some people try to give answers. They say things like testing times make us stronger or God is trying to teach you you a lesson. Slick and easy answers do not diminish our grief. They multiply it. 
Frankel was a Jewish psychiatrist who experienced life in several of the death camps during the Holocaust. He spent some time in Auschwitz. He was a good man who spent his life trying to help other people. When the US Army eventually liberated Dachau, the camp he was then in, he had lost his wife, his family, and his health. And he had seen more pain and suffering than any human being could be expected to bear. When people asked him how he coped, how he went on not just living but helping other inmates survive their own private hells, he said this, everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. And we're here this morning. You may have questions. You may say, why did God allow this? Why this, that, and the other? But really somehow in your heart, you're like that woman who couldn't stop bleeding in some part of her body. You say, I want to reach out. But you can choose today whether you reach out or you remain in yourself. You can choose. You can also choose. Could we go on to the next... uh, Slide, if possible, please. You can choose not to be offended. And the second thing, life. I have come, said Jesus, that you may have life in all its fullness. So what I want to like to do simply is pray uh, and ask the Holy Spirit. You see, it's the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes into your life, That makes all the difference. God on the inside. He's alive today. And and so, listen, you may be, you know, you may be full of health today, rich, no problems, no issues at all, absolutely bursting with happiness and joy. Well, God bless you and may it continue for as long as possible. But you may not. And you may need the Lord. In fact, in your heart, there's something that reaches out now. And you say, I want him. I want that. Please give it to me. You've got a choice. You can choose not to be offended. Or you can stay in your pain. What's it going to be? And you can choose give to those who trust me eternal life they will never perish and no one can snatch them out of my hand says Jesus Christ the son of God so we'll just sing and uh, I just wanted could I invite uh, if you're able and you're willing to to stand and what, what I just think would be a good thing to do if you want to is if you would like to reach out to the Lord this morning for anything that I've touched on or any other thing that I haven't touched on that's in your heart and you just want to reach out to the Lord like that lady, the living Jesus Christ, make it real for me, Lord. Then why don't you just lift your hands up before God this morning? Don't be a hypocrite. If you don't want it, keep your hands down. Come on. Don't. I tell you what, If you want the Lord this morning, if you want him in your life and you want...
problems on the outs, you've got problems on the outside, you've got problems on the inside, you've got life draining issues. Even the threat of death over you. I will not die. I will not die, but live. Psalm 118 verse 8, I will not die, but live and proclaim what God has done. So Father, I just come before you this morning now and lift up these people to you. And Oh God, we... Oh God. Oh God. Oh God, I pray for this area. I pray for this town. For the people beyond these walls. I pray, oh God, that you'll save them. That they'll find life in all its fullness. Pray for Grimsby, for regeneration, for jobs, for money. I pray for each one of us here, your beloved people, for a new start in a new year, new life, new hope, new opportunity, new possibility coming their way. Amen. In Jesus' name, bless us. Bless your people. In Jesus' name.